Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the December 29th edition of The Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network, the premier place to get all your sports news and information regarding the issue of a league. The Court Report, brought to you by the Crown Trophy of Brooklyn, comes to you every Sunday night at 7 p.m., as well as an encore presentation on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Every week, we will look ahead and look back at all things Yeshiva League related, including scores, standings, and interesting topics covering all of your Yeshiva sports needs. If it interests you, it'll be here because this show is all about you. Had a game this week? Let us know. Friend me on Facebook. Send me a message. My name is Elliot Weiselberg. That's W-E-I-S-E-L-B-E-R-G. You can also follow me and tweet me on Twitter. My name is Y-L-S Wiseguy. That's Y-L-S-W-E-I-S-G-U-Y. Or email me at Elliot at NahumSiegel.com. Because if I don't know about it, we can't talk about it. Thank you once again to our sponsor, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn, New York. Mike Feller and his staff are pros at what they do. And if you've won an MYHSAL trophy in the past, you've experienced it firsthand. Uh, please contact Crown Trophy of Brooklyn for all of your trophy and plaque needs. Uh, again, I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, assistant coach of the Yeshiva of Flatbush Falcons Junior Varsity and Varsity Hockey Teams, and co-coach of the Yeshiva Hard Torah Junior High Hockey Team. But most of all, like you, I am a Yeshiva League fan, and I am humbled and privileged to be able to share the amazing efforts and accomplishments of these kids each and every week with you live from the press box at the NSN Arena in the heart of Brooklyn. Well, actually, tonight I'm coming to you via Skype from the YLS Fan Cave, a.k.a. my house, doing a solo flight as my engineer, Yossi Zweig, travels back from Montreal. So we have ZK with us this week. Lucky him, I could use a vacation now after coaching 28 games in the last nine weeks. But alas, these are important times in the Yeshiva League, and where would you be without the court report? So here I am, ready to bring you all of the action. So it's December 29th, making this the final court report of 2013. So let's recap the final week of 2013, which contained a massive amount of playoff-impacting action. We'll start off in varsity basketball. We begin our recap with the thriller that occurred in SAR on Monday night. Uh, two six-win teams, the 6-4 six and four Frisch Cougars and the host 6-1 SAR Sting, met for the second time this season. Uh, the one loss for the Sting, that occurred as a result of the last game that these two teams played back at the end of October, with the final score being 58-51 in favor of the Cougars. Uh, the, in this one, the team straighted off the lead throughout the game, and it looked as if Frisch had finally put together just a little bit of breathing room, opening up a 40-37 to lead following two free throws. But Zach Wahlberg drained the three to tie the game up with 119 to go to, in the fourth quarter. Both teams would get opportunities in the final minute, but neither could connect, and on they went to an extra session. Frisch opened up the overtime, scoring with uh, senior point guard Rami Leifer, draining a three-point shot, but Sammy Hyman would close the gap himself for SAR, hitting a jumper and then draining a free throw on the next possession to tie the game up at 43. Frisch ball with the clock winding down, junior point guard Tyler Hode in a bit of trouble, but he worked his way out and hit a baseline leader for two of his 10 on the night with 2.1 seconds to go for the 45-43 Frisch victory. Tyler's brother Justin Hode finished with a game-high 16 for the Cougars. This wouldn't be the this would be only the first of three overtime thrillers on the week, with the other two involving YDE. Uh, Tuesday night, YDE and Hillel went to an extra session, with Hillel overcoming YDE in the final seconds for a 54-52 victory. Two days later, however, YDE would find themselves locked in a heated battle with DRS, both jockeying for position in the crowded East. Uh, this game also went to a fifth quarter, with YDE pulling out the upset 66-61 to keep themselves a game up in the playoff race over Idol Derechatora. The Thunder now sit at 4-6. and six. The slide would continue for the Wildcats last night, as they would also lose to Flatbush in Brooklyn. 
Flatbush went 2-0 on the week after also dropping Hank 55-48 on Tuesday night. The wins put Flatbush at 5-5, temporarily in third place above a pack of three teams at four wins. Also getting a win on the week was Megan David, who took a win over Rombaum to up their record to 4-5, and and Hank, who, who knocked off Rombaum last night to tie up their record to up their record, excuse me, to three and six. Out west, Kushner upped their record to four and six with a 46 to 38 win over JEC. The loss effectively eliminates the JEC Thunder from postseason contention. Uh, the win for the Cobras puts them a win up on Hillel and MTA. MTA faced off against TABC this afternoon. So the standings heading into today look as follows. All of these standings, by the way, once again, are courtesy of MYHSAL.com, where you can find standings, schedules, results, and plenty of other information on all of your favorite Yeshiva League high school teams. So let's take a rundown. First in the Eastern Division, the North Shore Stars are still undefeated at 11-0 atop the division. Half their Hawks come in behind them at 8-1. Flatbush, as we said, up their record to 5-5. Five Bag and David is at four and five. DRS and YDE are now at four and six. Hank is now at three and six. Der Hatora at three and eight. And Rambam rounds out the East at one and nine. Over in the West, Ramaz leads the Western Division at ten and one. SAR is now at six and two. Heschel at five and two. Frisch at seven and four. TABC at six and four. Kushner at four and six. MTA at three and five. Hillel at 3-8, and, and JEC rounds out the West at 1-10. So here are the Varsity League basketball playoff scenarios that can occur this coming week. In the East, as we've said in the past, North Shore has already locked down one of the top two seeds. Hafter has also punched their postseason ticket. Uh, a win over DRS on Tuesday, a Flatbush loss to YDE, and a Mag and David loss to Hank on Monday will also give them the added bonus of a first-round bye. In the West, Ramaz has clinched a playoff berth and at least the third seed, but can't lock down a bye quite yet. TABC can clinch a playoff berth with a win over MTA today and a Kushner loss to Derekatora next Monday or SAR next Wednesday. Frisch is very, very close, but they cannot clinch until next week either. And so the Jewish Hoops America Top 25 from this past Tuesday looks like this. North Shore still holds the number one overall spot. Hafter holds steady at number two, fourth overall. Ramaz and Heschel flip places. So now Ramaz is in third, fifth overall, and Heschel is in fourth, sixth overall, as I had mentioned that it should be two weeks ago. TABC once again rounds out the top five, uh, number 10 in the Yeshiva League, with Frisch clinging on to the spot right behind them, although that may change next week due to their win over SAR, nationally ranked number 13. So now we move over to JV basketball, where for the first time in a long time, we hit double digits in games played. We start off in the New Jersey division, where Frisch stayed undefeated, dropping Hillel 68-49 in a game that was close until the final five minutes, and JEC as well last night. Frisch, now at 7-0, has clinched a playoff berth. Frisch will now gear up for its final three games of the season against closely matched opponents, starting with TABC next week in Frisch. TABC sits in second behind the Cougars at 5-1 after a 71-46 victory over MTA today. The win puts them within one game of clinching a playoff berth next week against Hillel. JEC, despite their loss, also defeated Kushner 59-41 to maintain the third spot in the West at 4-4. One win up on Hillel currently at 3-4. Kushner at 1-7 will play out the string after the break. Over in the New York City division, 
The only team in action this week was MTA, which was today, uh, squaring up against TABC. As we have said, they lost. So to review, SAR and Heschel lead the division. SAR is at 5-0, and and Heschel is at 5-1. and MTA, after their loss, is now at 2-5. and Ramaz is at 2-6, and and Westchester is at 1-7. and So the MTA loss did not really cost the Lions much, as they still have a game in hand on the idle Rams. It could very well come down to next Thursday's game between the two at Ramaz to decide the last postseason entrant from the NYC division. Over in the Long Island division, DRS remained undefeated at 9-0 after posting wins over Ezra and Hank this week. Hank, on the losing end of a 47-25 battle with the Wildcats today, sits in second at 4-2. Hank hitting the two loss marks means that DRS has wrapped up the Long Island division crown, so Hank will now be resigned to fighting for the second seed with the likes of Hafter and Rombaum. Hank will also look to separate themselves from the pack when they face Hafter this Thursday night. Hafter jumped above 500 last night, pulling one game behind the Hurricanes with a win over Rombaum. So Hafter improves to 3-2, and two, and Rambam now falls to 3-4. and four. So now this puts pressure on North Shore, who was idle this week and stays at 2-5. and five. Ezra, their hopes have come to an end, and at 0-8 will finish out the string against Hafter at the end of January. In the Brooklyn division, Flatbush stayed undefeated as well, defeating Mag and David and Orha Torah this week. Flatbush, now at 8-0, can clinch the Brooklyn division with a win over YDE tomorrow night, or a YDE loss to Mag and David on Thursday. The Thunder currently sit in second at five and after excuse me at five and two after defeating Shari Torah forty six to forty four earlier this week. Shari fell to three and four, but still maintained third place thanks to Mag and David and Orha Torah's Flatbush losses this week. Mag and David sits at two and four, while Orha Torah is at two and five after also winning a game this week, defeating Lave Bunham eighty one to sixty eight in overtime. Yoni Abraham scored forty points in the victory for Orha Torah. All right, so that wraps up the JV scene. Taking a look at the top ten, which we've uh, which we've uh, shown here on the last uh, couple of shows. Uh, the top ten, although we may have expected it to change, did not change that much. But the bottom has shifted ever so slightly. That will be posted very shortly on the web, on the uh, the Facebook page. Once again, you are listening to the Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, taking you through the week in Yeshiva League Sports. Now, let's move over to center court to drop the puck on the hockey action for the past week. We start off in JV, where seven games were played this week. In the East, uh, the week started out with a matchup of the top East teams as Hafter and Rambam met in a battle, I guess you would say, for the Birds, as the Ravens and the Hawks faced uh, in Rambam on Monday night. The Hawks, playing their first game in 11 days, would be doing so without the services of top defenseman sophomore Yehuda Sigelnik. And the Ravens, winner of their last four coming into this one, took advantage right from the get-go. Early in the first, Daniel Kerman got the Ravens on the board, putting home a one-timer on a pass off of a face-off win for the one nothing Rambam lead. Two minutes later, freshman Harry Tannen added to the lead, spinning out of the left corner and beating Hafter goalie Ryan Gluck between the pads. Uh, last minute of play in the first, Kerman did it again, this time Bank got a shot off of the back of Gluck's foot for the second of what would be three goals for him on the night. The Ravens controlled the rest of the play with Tannen adding a power play marker and Ezra Cinnamon putting one home for the Blackbirds as well. Sophomore Zach Kramer scored the lone goal on the night for the Hawks to keep a shutout away from Rambam goaltender Charlie Altman, who has been phenomenal in net this season, which, by the way, is his first after several years as a defenseman. Rambam improves to 7-1 and and will take a month break uh, with their next game being a rematch in Hafter in early February. 
Panther dropped the 5-1-0-1-1, but would not have as much time to rest as uh, they met up with the other Eastern Avian adversary this week, the Flappish Falcons, on Thursday night. Uh, I guess for Hafter, bird really was the word this week. Uh, unlike the Monday night game, however, uh, Hafter would be on the winning side of this. Uh, the Hawks took it to, the, to Flappish, defeating them 7-1, to leaving Flappish's playoff hopes in limbo. Now that they've completed their season with a record of 4-4-2, four, four, uh, 10 points, Flappish must wait to see whether North Shore and Westchester, whom I mistakenly listed as being eliminated from contention last week, will drop a game to punch the Falcon postseason ticket. Anything but a win from here on out for North Shore and Westchester will give Flatbush the final playoff spot in the East. If North Shore wins out, the spot is theirs. The same can be said for Westchester. Otherwise, they will be eliminated. Speaking of eliminated teams, Hank and Meg and David met playing out the string. Hank walked away with a 6-5 victory in overtime, courtesy of a goal by sophomore offenseman Matthew Rosenberg midway into the extra session. Out West, the game of the week on everybody's mind was the TABC Frisch game that occurred in the Weather Center on Thursday. Frisch jumped out to an early 1-0 lead on a goal by freshman Yehuda Brin. TABC would counter before the end of the period on a power play marker by sophomore Shua Naor. In the second, Frisch once again took the lead thanks to sophomore Jordan Sokloff, only to see TABC's Yair Noller tie the game up at 2. The seesaw would end right there, though. Three seconds left in the second, Ari Fuchs let loose a shot initially saved by first sophomore goalie Matt Reinhardt, but the rebound off of uh, the rebound off of his pads went straight to TABC sophomore Daniel Levy's stick, and uh, Reinhardt could not take uh, could not take that shot as TABC took a 3-2 lead to end the period. In the third, Fuchs would make good, putting one home 20 seconds in for a 4-2 lead. Freshman Zach Rothenberg and another Levy goal stretched the game to its 6-2 final. TABC, now at 5-1, clinches a playoff berth and takes control of the Western Conference. Should the Storm win out, they would take the top seed in the West, meaning that, once again, the road to the finals would run through the Weather Center. Frisch would need to regroup as they will face MTA later on this week. JEC dropped 2 on the week, losing to Kushner 4-0 and MTA 2-1. So MTA still hangs on to slim playoff hopes depending on the outcome of the Kushner-TABC game that ended just a short while ago. A Kushner win or tie would give them the final playoff spot. Otherwise, Kushner would need a win over Hillel next Saturday night or an MTA loss to tie or, or tie to Frisch on Thursday in order to clinch a playoff berth. So now let's go over to the uh, standings and we'll take a look at the Eastern Conference. Uh, at the top, we have a logjam between Rambam and DRS. Both have 14 points. Both are at 7-1. And, one. and uh, as we've mentioned earlier on this season, the two of them split. So as, uh, as we get down to the playoffs, this could be very interesting to see how that deadlock is decided or whether it will be at, at all. Coming in third is Hafter, one point behind them at 13 points at 6-1-0-1. Oh, in the fourth spot at the moment is Flatbush with 10 points, 4-4-2. Four, four, Hank and Mag and David are tied at five points. Hank is two five and one, while Mag and David is one five one and two. Westchester is at four points with a record of two and five, and North Shore sits at the bottom of the division with two points at one and five. Heading over to the West, Frisch and SAR are tied at twelve points. Frisch is uh, six and one, while SAR is at six and two. TABC is right behind them at ten points uh, with a five one record. And Kushner is uh, tied with TABC at 10 points, but has a 5-2 record. Ramaz is behind them at 6 points with a 3-6 record with only one game remaining on the season. MTA and Hillel are tied at 4 points. MTA is 2-5, while Hillel is 1-5-2. And And JEC rounds out the Western Conference uh, with 3 points at a record of 0-5-2-1. 
Okay, so moving over to varsity hockey, where the week held several playoff-worthy matchups in both the East and the West, and even somewhere in between, I guess. The high-profile matchups of the week both involved TABC, the first being the Thursday night showdown between Frisch and TABC in the Weather Center. The two Route 4 rivals went at it early, with Craig Klein and Alex Kirschenbaum being tested right off the drop for TABC and Frisch, respectively, in net. Neither team, however, would be able to break through until the second, when Mikey Rubin netted one for Frisch. TABC answered back almost immediately, with Yosef Naor tying up the game at one. Okay, so, time winding down in the second period. Frisch's Max Milstein found the back of the net, putting the Cougars up for good with, a two, with the 2-1 final. The win puts Frisch at 7-2 atop the Western Conference. Technically, they're tied with Ramaz at 14 points, but they trump Ramaz in all of the tiebreakers. TABC would need to regroup quickly as the second marquee matchup occurred last night as DRS traveled to TABC in what has become a yearly grudge match between the two. Last year, the Storm embarrassed DRS, winning 4-1 in the greenhouse without the services of their top line. So DRS looked to return the favor on TABC's turf last night. Uh, unfortunately for the Wildcats, the Storm had other plans. TABC took a 1-0 lead in the first on a goal by Yosef Naor, uh, his second on the week. Uh, Alex Malik would add another for the Storm in the second as well. Defenseman Moshe Ganuth would get the Wildcats on the board in the middle of the second with a power play tally to cut the deficit to one, but it would be all for naught as an R.A. Berman power play insurance goal put the game away for a 3-1 TABC victory. So the week does not go well for DRS, who are now 10-2 and after coming into the week undefeated. Uh, the other is, uh, well, the other reason why it didn't go so well for them is that they are now behind the Hafter Hawks. Hafter won a perfect 3-0 and on the week, sweeping Rambam, MTA, and Flatbush in a matter of four days. In Rambam on Monday night, the Hawks soared over the Ravens by the score of 7-2, knocking the Ravens down to 500 at 5-5. Five and five. Uh, We'll get back to Rambam's week in a moment because there's more to come with them. But continuing on after, the Hawks went into MTA on Wednesday night and did not have an easy time, escaping with a 2-1 overtime victory. Senior defenseman Jordan Gelman netted the game winner on a backhand shot from the point with 49 seconds left in the extra session. Finally, the half the week ended with a 6-0 drubbing of Flatbush, fresh off of their victory of DRS on Sunday. Junior Emil Schertz and senior Mark Spivak each planted two goals in the victory over Flatbush. Flatbush ends their regular season at 9-5 and five and has been assured of a first-round home game, but will now await the winner, uh, well, sorry, will now the finish for the Ravens to see whether it will be the three-seed or the four-seed that they will hold. Should Rambam win out, Rambam will be the three-seed and Flatbush will be the four. Otherwise, Flatbush will take the third-seed for the second year in a row. In that quest, the Ravens notched win number one, taking out Hank 4-1 to one on Wednesday night. Akiva Hachbaum and Mendy Duffler each scored twice in the rebound victory for Rambam. So the Ravens now sit at 6-5 and five heading into the break. MTA at 2-3, two, 2-2 two, two following the Hafter game met up with Kushner on Saturday night for the first of two games against the Cobras in three days. Uh, round one went to the Lions at home with a convincing 4-1 to one victory. So the Lions and Cobras are now tied at 10 points for the final playoff spot at West. Both sit one point behind SAR at least until tomorrow night when the two will meet up once again. We'll follow this closely as it appears that MTA, Kushner, and SAR will make the drive for seed number five an interesting one down the stretch. Back east for just a second, to the playoff race brewing for the final two spots, uh, as Hank, whom we mentioned earlier, you know, losing to Rambam, also dropped a game to Mag and David on the week, 6-3 to three on Monday night, upping Mag and David's record to 5-8, and eight, 
and dropping Hank to 3-8, and eight, splitting the season series and weakening the Hurricane playoff hopes as they stay only two points ahead of North Shore for the final playoff spot. The Hurricanes face YDE in a game going on right now in Uniondale. A YDE loss and the Thunder's playoff hopes are done. So, out in the, uh, out in the standings, we'll go to the East first. In the East, DRS still leads the division at 10-2. and two. Uh, they have 20 points. Hafter is now at 9-1. and one. They have 18 points. Flappers is at 9-5. and five. They also have 18 points, and their season is done. Rombaum sits at 6-5 and five now after that win and are now in fourth place at 12 points. Mag and David sits in fifth place with 10 points at a record of 5-8. and eight. Hank follows them up with 6 points at 3-8. and eight. North Shore is right behind them at 4 points with a record of 2-6. and six. And YDE and Solomon Schechter each sit with one win. YDE has three points courtesy of an overtime loss earlier on in the season. Their record is 1-9-0-1, and Solomon Schechter is 1-6. Out in the West, Frisch's victory puts them up to 7-2. and two. So they are, as I said before, they are on top of Ramaz, who is at 6-3-2, and two, both at 14 points. TABC is right behind both of them at 6-2, and two, courtesy of last night's win. So they now have 12 points. And just to show you how jam-packed the rest of the West is, SAR is at 5-5-0-1 with 11 points. And Kushner and MTA are tied at 10 points. Kushner, however, has the advantage of wins, which comes into play if it comes down to a tiebreaker at the end of the season. They have five wins right now, 5-4 and four, to MTA's Three wins, three losses, two ties, and two overtime losses. We'll bring you more up to date on tiebreakers as we get closer to the end of the season. And rounding out the West is JEC with at six points with a record of 2-5-0-2. So, the playoff scenarios for Varsity this week. DRS and Hafter have clinched playoff spots and first-round buys in the East. Flopbush and Rambam have also clinched playoff spots. Flopbush, as I said, has clinched a first-round home game. Rambam will need to wait until next week for the opportunity to do the same. The West has finally seen their first playoff sighting, so we can get to that. Frisch can clinch a playoff berth with a win over JEC on Monday night and an MTA loss to TABC on Thursday. So let's move on to the rankings, the uh, final rankings uh, for the 2013 calendar year. Not the season, but the calendar year. In varsity, Hafter and Frisch reclaim the top two spots after decisive victories over top opponents. DRS drops back to five after their second loss in six days. Flopbush, despite the dominating loss to Hafter, still moves up to four over DRS by virtue of their DRS win last week. TABC stays right where they were at number three after their split on the week. So the rankings, the top five rankings are Hafter at one, Frisch at two, TABC at three, Flopbush at four, and DRS at five. In JV, TABC cemented their top spot uh, with uh, their win over number two, Frisch. Frisch stays where they were at two. Rambam moves up to number three after defeating Hafter, who drops back to number five. Uh, DRS stays at four after being idle on the week. You can find the full varsity and JV rankings as well as the junior high rankings on our Facebook page and on the Jewish Hoops America Hockey Forum as well. Um, having made our rounds for the boys' sports, let's take a look at the week that the girls had. I know we haven't touched on the girls' uh, the girls' sports in uh, about two weeks, so let's take a look. Here's just an update for them. Uh, in girls' A, in the east, Hafter and Central posted wins on the week, both of them over Hank. In the west, Breweria posted two wins on the week over Kushner and Hillel. In girls' B action, Shalhevet and Shalamis both recorded wins. Shalhevet defeated Mag and David 45-34, and Shalamis collected their first win on the year 
over Shari Torah 22-11. In JV, in the East, Ramaz, Hafter, and Flatbush have all clinched playoff spots. Over in the West, Mayanot, SAR, and Frisch have both wrapped up playoff berths. SAR and Frisch both pulled down wins on the week. All right, so let's move over to our games to watch segment for the coming week. Uh, in JV, with only four games on the schedule, excuse me, JV Hockey, with only four games on the schedule, and nothing really compelling, Hillel Kushner uh, next week seems to carry the most weight. Unless Kushner can put the hammer down on TABC and clinch tonight, Otherwise, next Saturday's game in deal could be important to Kushner closing out their playoff ticket. So let's take a look at the um, at the schedule for the week. Uh, TABC and Kushner, as I said, play today. Frisch and MTA play on Thursday, as well as TABC and JEC playing on Thursday. Saturday night holds a doubleheader of Hank and Westchester in Hank and Hillel and Kushner in Hillel. Over in varsity hockey, MTA, the MTA Kushner rematch tomorrow night. Uh, after last uh, night's uh, game, tomorrow night's game is huge in that one of these teams will be in a playoff position with at least a game or points in hand over the loser, as well as over SAR. Other games in varsity hockey on the week, YDE will face, uh, as I said, YDE is facing Hank right now. MTA and Kushner play tomorrow night. Frisch and JEC will also play tomorrow night. Hafter and Mag and David play tomorrow night as well. On Thursday, JEC and Kushner will do battle, as well as TABC visiting MTA. Next Sunday, Solomon Schechter and JEC will do battle in Elizabeth. In JV basketball, you know, I guess normally we do games, but maybe an entire night can suffice instead of one particular game. Tomorrow night, the Brooklyn division is on display with YDE visiting Flatbush at 7 and Shari playing in uh, Orha Torah at 8. Flatbush, as we said before, can close out the division, while the other game will help toward the straightening up of the playoff picture in the Brooklyn division. An Orhatora win tomorrow night, and a YDE win over Mag and David later on in the week, and we'll have three teams with five losses and incredible possibilities for a wild finish. So let's take a look at some of the other JV basketball matchups TABC and MTA face today. Hank and DRS also face today, as we discussed. YDE, Flatbush, uh, Shari, Orhatora tomorrow night, as we said. Tuesday night, Rambam will visit Hafter in a rematch of last night's game. Thursday, we have two. Hafter will visit Hank, and YDE will visit Mag and David. And next Sunday, Hillel travels to TABC to face the storm. And in varsity basketball, you know what? Give me Flappish and YDE. Both are coming off a great wins over DRS this week and are jockeying for position in a muddled East with five teams uh, between three and five wins fighting for spots three through seven in the division where only six will make the playoffs. Uh, so every game between these teams is a must win, and this Brooklyn battle will be no exception. So a couple of other uh, b- basketball matchups, boys varsity basketball. Um, tomorrow night, Hank and Mag and David face. YDE and Flappish face as well, as I just said. On Tuesday, DRS and Hafter will do battle, and on Sunday, Heschel and MTA will face. Over for the girls, there are only six games in all three girls' divisions. Uh, over in Girls A, Hafter and Central will face on Thursday, and Kushner and Maya Note will also face on Thursday. On Sunday, Hillel will travel to SAR to face the same. In Girls B, SKA and Elon will take uh, will take battle tomorrow night, while Shalhevet and SKA will face off on Thursday. And for Girls JV, the only game this coming week will be Saturday night when Westchester and Mayanote do battle in Mayanote. Well, that about wraps up another edition of The Court Report. Uh, Enjoy the last few days, and if you're listening to the Encore presentation on Tuesday night, the last few hours of 2013, and may 2014 be a year where all of your hopes, wishes, and dreams come true. 
If you missed any part of this episode, you can catch the Encore presentation this Tuesday night at 7 p.m. following the Book of Life by Charles Harari, or you can find the Court Report on iTunes or the Nachum Siegel Network app on iPod. Tomorrow morning, jam in the a.m. with Nachum Siegel from 6 to 9 a.m. live on the stream, nachumsiegel.com, jminthe.am.org, or on your radio, 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, 91.9 FM, Rockland County. Before I leave you tonight, I want to thank you for joining me. My thanks again to Crown Trophy of Brooklyn for their support. Uh, for more of me, you can hear me every Tuesday morning on JM in the AM at around 7.20 with the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports report. Again, if you wish to purchase tickets to the Morrishaw 50th anniversary concert that I mentioned last week, please log on to morrishawconcert.com. That's M-O-R-A-S-H-A-C-O-N-C-E-R-T.com. And remember, a wise man once said, sports ideally teach discipline and commitment. They challenge you and build character for everything you do in life. That was from former Oakland Raider linebacker Howie Long. Thanks for listening, everyone. Happy New Year. Drive home safe.